Courtside Indiana podcast brought to you by Box Out Sports. Box Out Sports is a leading online graphic solution giving you the ability to create professional content in seconds to highlight your team and student athletes during a season. You can sign up for a free demo at boxoutsports.com. Courtside Indiana podcast is available on Apple Podcasts and Spotify as well as SoundCloud. You can subscribe via each of those apps and have them delivered straight to your phone, tablet, or desktop. We would appreciate a rating as well as a review on either of those apps. Welcome to episode 90 of Courtside Indiana Podcast. Episode 91, right? 90? 91. Episode 91. Zach is back. I'm back. Zach, how was your... Not really planned, unplanned. It definitely wasn't any planned or anything hiatus. What was it like to have three weeks of was it two three weeks? weeks? No, I was, was going to say, weeks. wow. Two weeks. I mean, three weeks ago today. Yeah. Uh, it, it was a nice, unexpected, unexpected, unexpected vacation, I guess. Yeah. The whole 45 minutes a week, we, <laughs> we force each other to do this. And I say yeah. force because we, I know I enjoy these, but, uh, it seems more and more I try to we try to schedule them or who's we I try to schedule them around Pacer games and Monday night football and Sunday night football. So I guess we can blame some of that on me. So Zach is back. We're joined also with Chris Spillman, who is going to be talking about uh, the fall league, the, the games that we watched uh, this past weekend. And at some point, Zach may need to drop out, uh, drop off uh, due to uh, the fact that he has a family and um but other than that, we're going to try and get this in about 45 minutes and, and get on our way. So, Zach, get us up to date on this recruiting. Then we're going to touch on a couple of freshmen, and then we're going to move into the fall league. Yeah, uh, it's good to be back doing this again, talking about some recruits here. Uh, a couple even up from by me, so we'll get going here. Uh, Xavier Booker, he's been super busy, 2023 from Cathedral. Uh, no surprise, picked another D1 offer, this one from Seton Hall. Uh, we had Sam Orm, also a 2023. He's a Carmel kid. He got a Butler offer. Uh, Bobby Wannell jumps in the mix with his first offer. He's at Taylor now, was at Kokomo, came over to Taylor with dad, uh, who's now the head coach at Taylor. Uh, he got an Earlham offer. A.J. Dantzler, 2023 from Southport, got another D1 offer. He's a point guard from Southport. He got a Ball State offer. Uh, Jalen Bullock, <clears throat> one of the guys up by me here from Calumet High School. He's a big, big dude. He got an Anderson offer. That's his first. Then we have some new guys on the list here. Micah Davis, he's a 2024 from Franklin. Got a Purdue-Fort Wayne offer. Josiah Dunham from Evansville Christian. Got an Evansville offer, so a hometown offer. He's also a 2024. And then Jackson Ulam from Monroe Central. Got a Taylor offer. That was a week or two ago that I missed putting in. And then he also just recently got a DePaul offer to D3 from Greencastle. Yeah, Ulam's quick, quick point guard. I mean, I've, I've not seen enough of him to know overall what his strengths and weaknesses are, but I do know that he's, he's good with the, that he's pretty good with the ball. Looked, I thought he looked pretty decent. He was aggressive in the top 100, and that's really only the second time I got a chance to see him play. So not a great look. Uh, um, not a not a great not extensive look, but but definitely liked him there. Uh, the the Josiah Dunham one is is um, 
you know, he's interesting. He's got, um, you know, him and the Myers kid down there, both are going to, both are small school kids, both are small Christian school kids. And, and I, the, the Christian part doesn't make a difference. It's the private school aspect of it is what I'm, is kind of what I was aiming at. They, they're very different players. They both are going to put up a lot of numbers. And, and I think a lot of people in that area are going to probably debate those two guys, you know, because they're going to probably break some records down there because of, of the opportunities they're going to have to put up points. But I'm telling you, Dunham's got, got the requisite length. I think he's got, I think he's still got a chance to do some growing. And I think there's going to be some physical differences between him and Myers that separate. I know we've not mentioned, really mentioned Myers on here too much, but he's, he's putting up impressive numbers too. And a lot of people I think are going to link them together. And in my mind, Dunham from a recruiting standpoint is definitely the higher ceiling. I, I was, it was interesting that Evansville was the first school to jump in because again, the Missouri Valley is squarely a top level, top half mid-major conference. Uh, that's a, that's um, early in the game, but I think they wanted to get involved. And, and if, if he doesn't uh, if recruiting, doesn't jump, you know, that he'll, he'll end up staying locally. They, they did the exact same thing with Logan McIntyre, maybe not at the same stage of their high school career, but certainly the same stage of the recruiting process because Logan wasn't getting a lot of traction and all of a sudden he exploded. And, and Dunham had a good summer. I saw him play a handful of times. Chris, had you seen him play? I know Zach didn't get a chance to watch sophomore or 2024s down here, but did you have you seen him play yet? Dunham, no, I have not no. seen him. But Micah Davis, you have, right? You liked and you liked him as much as I did. Yeah, he I I watched him with the EG10 group last spring, and he I thought he was one of the best players I saw back then. And I saw him again with Franklin because he played at Indy Home School last year. Um, and I was looking up his stats while I was there, and they're pretty good. And then um, and Franklin went in the Charlie Hughes, he did a great job too. So I'm really high on him, and I think he's. He's really, really explosive and can score really well. So, but I think that's a pretty good offer for him. Size will be an issue with him as far as just what where he's recruited. I, he's, he's off. He's a talented scorer. I, I'd like to see him. And again, he's young. He's not even played a, actually an actual varsity basketball game. I, I know the homeschool basketball scene has improved a little bit. There, there definitely have been some good players to come through there. The the Aitchin brothers, especially. Um, and then now uh, Matthew Brown, who is six um, six senior forward, um, but it's still not the same competition game in game out. So that's something Mike is going to have to prove he can he can do it. And it's not just about the competition, but it's about again the scouting too. So because um, teams are going to you know they're going to be able to figure out you know they can be physical with him and and bother him right now. And that's something he'll have to overcome. And as a sophomore, he's got plenty of time to do it. So Zach, any of those guys, anything, their steps stick out to you. Uh, It's good to see Jalen bullet, get an offer. Um, He's worked hard. He plays for Indiana game in the summer. Uh, He was up a little up and down this summer as well. I like his body. Uh, D three is going to be a good spot for him to develop and grow a little bit more as a player. And, and I think he's solid enough to where he could go into someplace like Anderson and he could play in his sophomore and then junior season as well. Uh, and then Bobby Wannell, I know uh, people were kind of high on him when he was younger uh, just because of his shooting ability. Uh, so it's good to see him get an offer from Earlham uh, going into a senior season here. 
I haven't hey, seen him. I haven't seen him in a year though. Yeah. Well, he's look, he's going to have an opportunity to put up some good numbers at Taylor and definitely he, he too have, he's looked pretty good down here in the fall league and, and you know, Taylor's got a got a couple of kids, got a couple of other kids that I think are going to be, if they can get any, any type of support up front, uh, you know, they'll be better than they have in the last few years. So, um, one we've missed, and this is my fault. We've missed out on talking a little bit it, on a couple of these freshmen that are coming up and in large part, because we don't have them really in the database yet. We've not gone down that path yet as a, as a website. And it's something that, we, that I tend to get to in the fall and just haven't done it yet. Uh, definitely we'll have them in before the school season starts, but it's, it's rare when freshmen get offers. And so we've got two freshmen now, three freshmen actually, that have offers. Uh, the, the two obvious ones are, are uh, Trent Sisley, who Nick and I talked, Nick Baumgart and I talked extensively about two weeks ago. And, and then Jalen Harrelson. And we, we talked a little bit about Jalen at that same time because those two guys had gone head to head the week before at, the fresh, at a freshman camp that Prep Hoops runs. And Harrelson has offers from what, Indiana and Maryland, correct? And then Trent Sisley has offer has an offer from Purdue. I'm, I'm sure both of them will will be adding to that list uh, sometime, you know, in the near, definitely in the near future. And then Xavier Robinson has an offer from I think IUPUI. So those three guys, and you know, and most people are going to focus on Sisley and Harrelson. And but I, Xavier Robinson is going to him and LeBron Grow or LeBron Go, who's at uh, Cathedral are going to be two of the better point guards in that class and, and got a chance to watch LeBron play yesterday at, at our fall league. And, and um, we'll, we'll get to that here in a minute, but, but Sisley and Harrelson, I mean, those, both those kids are, are the real deal. And it's not to say that they, they don't need to develop to, to be, you know, productive at the division one level, the high major division one level, but, but they are definitely well on their path. And I've been impressed with Harrelson in the fall league, the, the two weeks he's been there, Chris, what, what have your, what have your impressions been of him? Yeah. You know, he, the fall league's my first time seeing him and he's yep. not disappointed. I mean, he's been even better than I thought, you know, I, this week, especially, you know, I'll touch on this later, but I was, he's just, I feel like all parts of his game are really good so far. And physically, I think the most impressive part for me that he's not only six, seven, but he's pretty physically built too, which is really impressive for his age. So, but yeah. I, I'd like to know if he was ever reclassed at any point because he's he's a pretty mature kid and the and the good thing about him though is his skill set because like like Chris said he's he's six six but he's he's not thin he's he's a stout kid he's he's athletic he's he's got good length uh, but he definitely is physically mature he's definitely a little bit further along physically than what Sisley is. But at the same time, he has the skill set that even if he didn't grow anymore, he would still be a, a high major shooting guard at 6'6". He's going to have that ability. And I think his, his shot is consistent. He's not a knockdown shooter yet, but, he, but he's got time to get there. Uh, certainly got time to be you know, a consistent three-point threat. But I, I like the way he shoots. I, I, We've had a lot of chances to see him play the last the last two weeks up here. 
he missed the first week, but then the, the last two weeks he's been pretty impressive. And he's playing some of the best players in the state right now. He's he's definitely playing against some of the best players in the Indianapolis area and, and thriving. And talked a little bit about him today on Bloomington, on a uh, radio station out of Bloomington. You know, he's at Fishers, he's, he's probably not going to have the same statistical impact that Sisley's going to have. So his Sisley may end up getting more headlines this year. But he is going to be tested severely on what Fisher's schedules is. So, Zach, you got to get down here. You got to get. We got to get you down below. Uh, what? What? What do we get? US twenty four. We got to get you below US twenty four. We talked a little bit about your guy Ross last week um, at Peru. He was impressive. Yep. He had another good weekend this week. Good. Um, but I, I will say that. Uh, yeah, you got to get down here and see some of these kids. I think we've we've talked, we've sort of hinted around that maybe the class of twenty twenty four is not great, um, but twenty twenty five is is really looking really good so far, and it's it's going to be time to get around different parts of the state and watch these guys. I'm looking forward to it. So, Zach, we got to play your guys, Richard Brooks, Cleo, Cleo, Cacalia. I well, I don't know why that that, that should roll off the tongue, right? Yeah, you'd think. We're going to get to them in a minute. Okay. Chris is going to talk a little bit about uh, some of the some of the things he got a chance to see yesterday, and then I'll I'll not, I'll step in here every now and then, and then we get down to the matchup with with your with the north the northern Indiana guys. We'll 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 break out the the party hats and the the blowers, yeah. and we'll get going. Chris, what did you see yesterday that you liked? Okay, so first guy I'll talk about, I think I may have mentioned him week one or last week, but his name's uh, Hayden Maben, who's a um, plays for his, his, I believe his father's one of the coaches, G6, but he's a 6'2 guard from Oconoqua, um, and he's just super, a super smooth guard, and both the games I saw him on uh, Sunday, both games he was just their best scorer, and he's on a pretty good team, you know. Matt Ross is on his team, and there's a couple other Oconoqua guys who even outscored him production-wise last year. But he's just – he hits his, his three-point shots really smooth. He can drive effectively. Um, and I've just been really impressed with him and how consistent he's been over the weeks I've seen him in scoring-wise and knocking down shots. So but he's been he's been really good. So Zach, when you went to watch Peru last year, who they what game did you see them play? You remember? Uh oh, he may be frozen. Zach may be frozen. Can you hear me, Zach? All right, Chris, keep going, bud. We'll 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 let see if Zach can figure it out. Okay, so yeah, the next guy, I believe he, I don't know if he was a fill-in or just kind of an add-on. Um, Tyler Harris, who was playing with from where? Uh, from Arsenal Tech. Who he? Well, he transferred from Richmond Arsenal Tech. Um, or moved, but he played for H3, and he's 2022 guard, but I was really impressed. He's not very big. He's only about 5'10", 5'9", um, but his ability to knock down shots, he had a bunch of tough threes, drove really well, and was a really effective playmaker for his team, and he plays with a couple other um, pretty athletic guys, and he was able to really pass well, and he had some nice alley-oops, too, with uh, Stephen Douglas, who's from Richmond. So, but yeah, but he was – I thought he was pretty impressive. So, yeah. Hey, Zach, my question, you were you were kind of frozen there. Could you hear us? Yeah. No, I lost connection there for a you second. You lost connection? Okay. 
my question was when you when you came down to watch Peru last year. Yeah. Who do you, do you remember who they played? Uh, they played Whitco. Whitco. Okay. So you didn't. So, so nobody that's none of those guys are down here from a fall league perspective. But I mean, Ross has been really good. I mean, I really liked his motor. What did, yeah. what did you when you watched him? What did, I mean, obviously, I think that's the biggest thing about him is just he's his motor's tremendous. Um, what were some of the things you liked when you saw him last time when you saw him last yeah, year? Great motor. I think he ran the floor well also for a big guy. Uh, he's probably what six five. You yep. think um, he was strong underneath also in the post had a couple good post moves. Wasn't afraid to post guys up um, just, just like you're saying, high motor, high energy guy too. And he's going to battle for rebounds and uh, he'll finish strong at the, at the basket too. So I, I just like him. It's a solid kid. Solid kid. And did he do anything outside of the paint? That's the, that was the I, question we had last week. Yeah, I didn't see him do anything outside of the paint in the game I saw. Yeah, and that Chris, have we seen anything like that from him? I mean, he's that's, I mean, he's basically, which is not a bad thing. He's a six foot five inch power forward, right? That's what we're going with, right? Yeah, th- this weekend I he hit a couple mid range jumpers, but they weren't huh. like very far out. But he looked. I thought I did write down my notes for this week. He did show a little bit more of a shooting ability this weekend. And yeah, but not, I don't think it's anything too extensive, like three point range quite yet, but it's getting there. Yeah. Nothing. And that's look, that's going to be, I mean, shooting is such a premium, but at the same time, so is a, so is a kid with a good motor. And I, I always, right. I mean, I, I'm not creating this, this theory by any stretch of imagination, but rebounding tends to translate. So it, it tends to go where you go and it's, it's a blue collar thing. And, and, you know, Coach Thompson makes the, makes those guys play hard. He's everywhere he's been, he's won. He's maybe not one big in terms of breaking through, getting past, you know, getting beyond regionals and, and getting deep in the state. But he's, he's always been able to get his teams to seemingly overachieve. And he's got a good group of kids that he's going to have this year. So, Chris, keep going. It's, uh, keep, keep going with your next group of guys. Yep. So the next guy I had was Ronald Rutland, who's a, 2024 guy from who snap from Christmas Addicts, about a six foot guard. He played for the progeny team, um, which I believe was E3. I could be wrong, but yep. Um, yeah. But he, uh, I was really impressed with his shooting ability. And that's something I talked about during this spring, but he just, he hit, I think four or five threes in the game I watched and athletically, he really was soaring to the rim on layups and things like that. Um, and he's really coming along um, in terms of, Bill, he's got a little bit more to go. You know, he's got some growing room, but really shooting wise, I think he's a, one of the best shooters in that class, I would say early on um, from the guys I've seen. But yeah, but he was, he looked great this weekend. Uh, keep pressing on, man. You're good. Keep going. Yep. And then next guy I had was Hayden Dace, who's a six, six big out of um, Kankakee. Thank you, Keith. Thank you. Valley um, up north. We have, we, we have problems with K's here. We Kaleo, <laughs> Kakalia, Kankakee Valley. Jeez. Oh, yeah, we got to work on that. But yeah, but I, I was impressed with his rebounding skills. Um, he had some nice, he showed a lot of effort on defense as well and had a couple nice finishes <clears throat> in the inside too. And he's got a pretty good frame. So, but yeah, but he's pretty solid. Um, in the, We've been in trying to game. get him down here in, in the summer and just not interested. He's, he doesn't play for anybody. He's, he's a high academic kid. Uh, the, the, the family has been flat out 
like he's going to get a scholarship no matter what somewhere. Um, but, you know, so I know Coach Shepard's tried to get him get him more uh, active away from I me. Mean, he's I mean, he's he works hard. He not like he's not in the gym. He's just in the KV gym. But uh, he's you know he's just a uh, different priorities, and there's nothing wrong with that. But he's comes down here and plays every year, and um, um, you know I, I like watching him play. And, and KV's gonna they're gonna be a team to look out for this year at the three A level, at least up in that at least up put that up in that part of the state. Yeah, how's his Camden Webster played down there in this fall league? He is. He he's. I liked him last year. He actually we we played them last year and he hit a game winning shot uh, against us. So we, he's been good. He's been um, he's bigger. He's longer than what I remember him being. About six three now, and he he plays. You know, he can play probably three positions at the high school level. At least, you know, at, at the three A level, he certainly can. Uh, he's been good. He he has. Um, he and Mace Hughes are in a tight contest for best hair of the fall league. Um, he's got kind of a furry mullet going on where the it's the, the back end is kind of feathery. Like it's almost like an eighties mullet. Nice. Uh, it's looking, it's on point. I'm impressed. Uh, I would not have the patience to do that. I'm not a mullet guy to begin with, but, but I'm not sure I'd have the patience to grow that grow out that kind of hair. So um, but no, he's been really good. Him and, and days and, and Mick Ash, uh, have all been, have, have done well down here. So good. Go Chris. You're good. Keep calling, yeah. man. Yep. And the next guy I wrote down was, uh, Ben Silva. Who's a six, one guard from Columbus East and the, I believe class of 2024. Um, and he was a good quick guard who I thought scored really well in their couple games and their team. Um, I'd not, I forgot to write down which team, but his team played pretty well this weekend. I think that may be an individual sign-up team. Maybe I'm not sure though. Um, but either way, I thought he played well and really, I was just impressed with his playmaking and driving skills. And he was really setting up his teammates well. And part of the reason they won their last game, um, they won in overtime too. So that was pretty impressive. Um, Zach, Zach, I think Zach's got to get going. Zach, you, you heading out? Yep, I got to bounce. Duty calls, man. Duty yep, calls. Yep. Good. All right. Good. Good, good to hear back from you. And we'll yes. uh, we'll be back again next week. All right. Deal. All right, man. See you, bud. Later. All right, Chris. Keep going. You're good. Yep. And the next guy I had was Robert Fitch, who's a six-three uh, guard from Lewis Cass, um, and he. I was really impressed with his shooting and consistency, and his team won by one, and he had I think twenty-five points in his their game. I'm pretty sure. And he just – both the games I saw, he was just really consistently shooting the ball well. Um, and he's he's got a fairly decent frame too, and he'll probably be a pretty pretty big player um, for Lewis Cass to have a big role this year too. So, yeah, but he was pretty impressive. Um, and the next guy is a guy I briefly talked to you about there, Jake Hogan, who's a uh, six seven big against Ruff, and I was impressed. I've seen him play, I think, probably the last two years now um, since we've played Burbuff for Zionsville. But he, I've really been impressed with how much he's grown height-wise because he, I feel like he's already grown three inches or so since the last um, varsity season. And I can tell that he's really polishing up his post game. He had a couple nice moves. And he really, in the game I watched, I felt like it was impressive how big of a presence he had on the inside. And he's really using his size well. Um, and you know, I think that he's still got some 
growing to or not well I, he actually does look like he has some growing but i think he's still polishing some things up but he should be a very solid big for Burbuff, and it's good to have size like that um in the interior even with a guy like Mar- mariel um however you say his last mariel. name okay um but yeah but he we was think, pretty good. we think okay yeah <laughs> talk to him i talked to him for 15 minutes and i didn't ask him the, the correct the correct pronunciation of his last name i that's yeah that's my fault yep um and the next guy um i wrote down was jalen harlison you know we've talked about him already but this weekend i was really impressed with his defense um i feel like he just he's he's really polished at being able to keep his hands up when someone's driving and usually i feel like from a freshman and sophomore perspective they're more a little bit reachy hands hands lower but he's been just this weekend, I was really impressed with him being able to use his frame and being able to really not foul very much. And, you know, pretty similarly on offense, drives extremely well. And his shot still looking pretty consistent, you know, not like you said, not a knockdown shooter, but he's getting there for sure. So, but yeah. Um, and then from Coach Miley's team, Jermaine Coleman, who's a six seven wing player from Park Tudor. And I thought he looked really good driving the ball this, excuse me, this weekend. Um, and I was impressed with his ability to knock down some tough mid-range jump shots. It kind of seems like maybe his, I don't know about specialty, but one of his strong suits. But I saw in the two games I saw them, he was making a lot of nice dribble moves, getting open around the free throw line and jump shots like that um, and driving the ball too. And he's got he's got a fantastic frame. And uh, does he have any offers? I think he does. He does. Let me, let me get to that real quick. Um, I, was, keep, I was trying to remember. Keep but, going. I'll uh, I'll find it. Yeah, but I just I think that he really I feel like he's bulked up a little bit too. You know, gotten a little bit buffer since last season, and I think he's got a lot of potential. So his his offers are Miami of Ohio and Akron. So those yeah. are, those are his yeah. two offers, both both from the Mac school. So yeah, Jermaine was good against us. Uh, we we had a bad second half. Um, the um, sorry, someone's texting me. We had a we had a bad second half in our first game, and and I we we missed everything. They hit everything, so he was one of them, and he looked good. Uh, he's still very left hand dominant, and I think that's something that uh, you know gets gets scouted out a little bit, and certainly tried to uh, tell tell my guys that that's what he's going to do, but. But still, he shot the ball well, and when he's when he's shooting it well, he's he's uh, it's just a different level of player at that point. So he's got a lot of length. But um, I, you know, Joey Hart, I sit here and tell you we made Joey Hart look good, but Joey Hart's just damn good. So he he shot the heck out of it, and he is um, he's a knockdown shooter. I I was impressed with his shooting. I've not seen him shoot that well. Uh, until this fall league. I mean, I've seen him have good shooting games. I know he's, I know he had some big numbers in the summer, but I did not get a chance to see him play. Uh, this is, this is the first up close opportunities I've had the last two weeks really to watch him play. And he's been, he has shot the heck out of the ball. And, you know, the three, the three guys they have with, with Logan Webb and, and, uh, and Braden Walters, uh, Brandon Walters, Brandon's a 2024 kid. You know, I mean, Linton's, Linton's got to be one of the favorites at 2A, no question about it. They've been really good for for a few years, but but Hart was really good. All three of those guys I thought were good yesterday. They were effective in different ways. So 
Um, but yeah, Coleman was good. So yeah, keep going. We're good. Yep. The next guy I was impressed by was Adonis House, who's a uh, six seven big, I believe six seven from Liberty Christian. Um, and I, I saw him play over the summer in the Charlie Hughes. Um, but I was impressed with how streaky he was at a moment in the game. Um, I, I let me see who they're playing, but basically he scored a few times in the post and got fouled and got one, which was, I think he scored, I think about 11 or 12 in a row. Um, but after that, he comfortably, you know, was running back down the floor after they got a rebound and comfortably just hit a three. And he just, I think the streakiness and shows a lot of the kind of the potential for him is kind of, I think more of a stretch big per se. Um, and I think he's still getting there shooting wise in terms of consistency, but I was really impressed with um, his ability to just be streaky because that's kind of a hard thing to do for bigs because usually they don't get that many touches in a row necessarily. Um, but he looked really good. And I was also impressed with his teammate, Eric Troutman, um, who is at Liberty Christian as well, who's a six, one guard and he is in the 2023 class. Um, and I thought he had really good instincts as a guard, and that's a very talented team they have. But he made some great passes, too, um, and he shot – he knocked down some shots well, and he was really good at getting open off the ball, too, I thought. Um, and for how good their team is, he's – both of them made a big impact this weekend, and they have the entire um, fall league so far. So, but, yeah. And then – Any other – yeah, keep going. I was just going to say, any, any new – Really new names. I I was impressed with uh, Chase. He the guy the brother of Kineski. Um, yes, yes, thank you. He we, he shot well again. He shot well the first few times against us, and then I would then I think we did a pretty good job of getting out to him. But yeah, he was he was good. He does not have the size that his brother has. That's that's going to be and and doesn't look like he's got the bounce um that that jr had but but at the same time you know jr's notre dame so it's it's not like he's still not going to be a, a good player and he's just a sophomore so he's competing you know he's competing down here against you know juniors and seniors that are you know year two stronger year two more experienced than he is and I thought he looked good yesterday but um yeah but keep keep going with what you were thinking on him yeah, well, I just said he's a really skilled shooter, as you mentioned. I was really impressed with kind of the variety of ways he can shoot the ball, you know, off the dribble. I felt like he hit a pull-up, I believe, in one of the games I saw, and obviously can shoot off catch-and-shoot threes as well. And I was really impressed with how polished offensively he is, just a really polished guy. And I feel like even though, obviously, like you said, not quite as tall as his brother and things like that, I think for kind of what he plays, I feel like he's pretty good-sized. You know, it's kind of a guard type of player. Um, but, yeah, but I thought he was really impressive when I saw him, and that was my first time looking out for him after I've um, – I just kind of saw the roster and saw his last name. I was like, hmm, but, yeah, but he looked pretty good. Yeah. It'll be, and look, some of it, too, will be what, what he, how much he grows. You know, I mean, you know, Jr. was a was really thin as a freshman, and but you could tell he was going to be – you could tell he was going to be a kid. That, I don't know that I, I don't know that I thought he'd be a high major at that age, but definitely thought he would be, you know, a D one kid just because of his bounce and his, how good with the ball he was. So um, clearly he, he even exceeded what I thought he would be. 
but always kind of liked him. I don't have a great feel for Chase just yet, but he did shoot well yesterday. Um, yeah, our game against them, I mean, obviously, I think Richard Brooks is their best player, and he's he's a load. He's a mat, you know, he's a matchup problem because he's so strong and he's good with the ball. And I I, I still think Division two schools need to be involved with him, and I think even some low low D ones need to be involved with him because one thing I'd like about him is defensively. He, he's definitely sound. He definitely can guard his position at a low D1 level. I, I think his shot will do nothing but improve. And and he, he plays so hard. And I, I just – I don't know why – I don't know what the disconnect is there with some of the Division two schools not being all in on him. But um, just – he's never disappointed me. I mean, there have been times where he's, he's maybe not shot the ball as well earlier – but there's never been a time when he didn't impress me, including this weekend. And I thought we have, we, and we've got Preston Roberts is a, for us is an extremely good defender and Preston can, can, can mostly match him physically. I mean, look, Richard's still a year older than Preston, but, but Preston's a very physical defender, um, you know, and he's, he was able to contain much of what, you know, Richard's strengths are. And, and it, we didn't stop him. We didn't shut him down, but we, we also didn't let him just go off. And, you know, with a, we, we shot the ball well that game. And we just, even though they're a year older, we had more size than they did. So, um, but, yeah, Brooks, Brooks was impressive. And, and I, I thought that um, – and Kakalia was, was active as ever. And that's the one thing we told our guys is that he's going to be kind of an endless motor type situation he's going to be a pest and we've, we've got to account for him every time a shot goes up because he's always getting to the rim. So anybody else as the games went on that mostly just new guys, anybody stand out that we haven't, we haven't talked about yet. Um, for, for fall league terms or just period talked about. Uh, I mean, really fall league terms. I mean, well, no, I mean, new names in general, if there's, if somebody popped up that you didn't know much about or, not, those, not really good. No, I was gonna say those are the kind of kids that even just to throw a name or two out there. I gotta look at my notes. Yeah, if I if I went to the earlier game, I'll go one guy from the earlier games because I was very impressed. Um, Sam Dawson, who I went over and talked to you about briefly. He's a six foot guard from Hamilton Heights, who I believe is a freshman in 2025. Yeah, um, but he he kind of exploded in that game, and he. I think he scored 29, I believe. Um, but he just – he got going at one point, and he hit three threes in a row. One of them was a step back, too. Um, and not only that, but he was had some really impressive passes and really good-looking jump shot. Um, and he could be a guy, I think, that could get some – potentially some – he'll be in our JV varsity role for Hamilton Heights, for in my opinion, this year. Um, but he – I was really impressed he, with his ability to score. He might play some varsity. He's going to – they lost a lot of seniors. I think they had eight seniors last year yeah. and they're going to him and Luke, I mean, Luke Carroll is going to be their probably their best player. And then you're going to see, you're going to see Tillman Etchison get a lot of log, a lot of minutes. And then you're probably going to see Dawson get some clock too. So every now and then Ballinger gets to reset a little bit. I mean, obviously coaches like to have more of a balance in terms of what, what class their kids are in. So that way they're not constantly turning people over. But when you've got a couple of good young guards like he's got, and Tillman may not be what what may not end up being what Gus was, but but when you got a couple of young guards like they've got at Hamilton Heights, sometimes 
when you don't have a lot of upperclassmen depth, you just kind of turn it over to them and take your lumps for a year. And, and then knowing that knowing full well that, you know, next year around they'll, they'll be ready to go and, and you'll be back to where you, where you have been. So how did your OG boys look? Uh, they, okay. They, I felt like the team was better this week, but I, I believe, I think they're one and one. Let me look. Was, was um, Ricard here this week? Yeah. Yeah. They're, they had, uh, yeah, him and Jake Davis was out there, and Jake Davis looked really good, um, per, per usual. But um, I'm I'll surprised look. they lost that game to not the, the, the six o'clock game. Yeah, they're yeah that that game I was a little surprised about. Um, let me look. So they, I think they're also kind of tired because they had to play back to back. So I guess, but they beat um, I six Coach Begley, um, which is seventy three sixty six, and then they lost Coach Knox fifty one fifty eight. Um, but I think I kind of watched part of the coach Knox game or a lot of it, and they just, they couldn't really get many shots falling in. Um, and I felt like coach Knox team defended really well. Um, but yeah, but they, but they look, they looked better. Um, and I think that if they can have a pretty complete roster, they will be an interesting team to watch next week in the tournament play. Um, but yeah, that'll, but be the, that'll be the deal is, is, now, I mean, we're, we're through fall break now, so everybody should be back. So the question is going to be is is now obviously kids, too. Like we, we had an injury this week. It's not a not too serious of a one. But but if it's not cleared up by by Friday, we're, we're just shutting him down. One of our guys. And and there's no reason to stretch it. You know, it, it's an instance. You know, we you get instant instance related injuries or or on a, the only way you avoid them is by not doing anything. You know, and that's that's not realistic because these guys are playing probably two or three times a week as it is on their school, to, you know, for their school at school. Uh, they're playing open gyms or they're or they're more organized workout type stuff. But but at the same time, the, as we lead, as we get into the season, if we've got some things that are kind of nagging or some things that have popped up, then you just kind of shut it down. But but I will say that um, bracket play is this week. So for those that listen and and want to see some really good basketball, you, you'll be able to see you'll be able to see good basketball all day. Really, I think these middle school games have been good. I think there's a couple of good eighth grade teams that are that have some promising young players. Um, I, I I'd be a little biased to say that that, um, that well, there's there's good freshmen too. There's a good young group. Uh, Coach Yates has a good young group um, with, with his squad. They're all freshmen. We've got another team that's all freshmen, which is Coach Turner's team. Uh, he's got that's he's got Shelsky. He's got the the one eighth grader that we both like so much. Uh, but but if you're looking for varsity, the varsity action, the big boy action, that thing starts around four o'clock at Grand Park. So so come on out, watch the games there. My guess is if you're listening and you're nearby, you're probably already going to it anyway. <laughs> so I'm not sure I'm gonna get get too huge of a, a plug there. But but at the same time. It is, it is by now pretty good basketball because it's competitive. These guys are, are you know, they, they value winning games and especially the older kids. Um, it got pretty intense last night on court three, didn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It got really intense. And we've got some funky foul rules that sometimes get overlooked and yep. trying to keep things safe and trying to keep the clock moving at the same time. Um, but um, it underscores, too, the style of play. Because you know that the team Begley came back and beat Coach Avance's team, and basically 
from what I from what I understood from talking to the, the coach that the coach that was sitting in for for Coach Begley yesterday, they they took advantage of the fact that Coach Avance's group left their shooters open, and they kind of did the same thing against us too, where they tried the zone, they tried to trap, or, or not zone, but they they did try to trap, and they 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 left some gaps open, and and good shooters can exploit that, and if you don't turn them over enough, then you run the risk of you run the risk of getting beat. We were able to push a big enough lead on them and hang on, you know, because at that point they decided they weren't going to trap anymore. They just were going to go man to man and, and try to out muscle people. And it, and it, for, in some instances it worked. Um, I don't know what the, the, the final few minutes of that game completely looked like, but I, I know that, um, I, I know that, the coach Begley's team, they said they hit about 17 threes that game. <laughs> yeah, they they kind of just it kind of got to like a one point lead for them and they kind of just kept trading threes. And then yeah. obviously they had the advantage, so they kept it. And the pickle kid, pickle from North Putnam and the, the, the Providence yeah. kid can shoot the ball really well. And who's the other guy that I'm missing on there? Um I want to look real quick. Casey Kalen is the not not the guy I was thinking of just now, but he's definitely one of the best shooters in that group. He's one of the best shooters in the league from Providence. Uh, let me get there real quick. Um, yeah, I mean, Macklemore, and they had Devon this week. So they had some size this week. Macklemore from from Heritage Christian is, is going to be a guy that has a good year for them. And and Caleb Dewey from Edinburgh, who has had some really good statistical seasons at Edinburgh. And, and you know, look, he'll be, uh, he'll be even bigger for them this year. So... Well, anything else? How's Zionsville football looking? Uh, look, we get we won uh, forty-five to zero on Friday. Um, McCutcheon. Yep, against McCutcheon, um, and then we're playing Harrison West Lafayette this week, which will be a pretty good game. We're thinking it's going to be pretty competitive and should be pretty fun. And we're hoping we can keep this train on the tracks. You know, keep winning. So their, their yeah. quarterback is Ben Henderson, right? No, he's oh. the back. He plays. He's, he's a safety and backup quarterback. Really? Yep. He's. I'd say he's the best athlete on their team, though. But yeah. yeah, he's good. He's. I mean, he's a point guard at Lafayette Harrison as well, and and he's a strong. He's a physical kid. I like. I like him on the basketball court. I've never seen him play football though. So, real quick, Box Out Sports is a leading online graphic solution, giving you the ability to create professional content in seconds to highlight your team and student athletes this season. You can sign up for a free demo at boxoutsports.com. And Zach always points out it's not just for basketball; it's for other sports as well courtside indiana podcast is on apple Podcasts and spotify as well as soundcloud you can subscribe via each of those apps and have them delivered straight to your phone tablet or desktop we'd appreciate a rating and review uh, we would definitely appreciate a five-star rating and if you have any ideas for content or just want to ask questions in general you can reach us at courtside ind on twitter that's courtside ind or you can reach me on twitter at jw reamer that's r-e-a M-E-R. So, Zach, what else you got coming up this week? Chris. Not Chris. You're not Zach. You're Chris. <laughs> what, well, Zach's going to go to girls' soccer and be a parent. What are you going to do this week, Chris? Uh, well, we got the PSAT day tomorrow, which I'm a senior, so I don't have to take it. So I'm helping out in our athletics office all day. Um, and just gonna then, be, you're just going to be slacking out, huh? <laughs> kind of. We'll see. But yeah. Then just oh. football practice and looking forward to a game on Friday. So, yeah. We got the finals week of 
Yeah, Metro Indy Basketball Fall League. That'll be fun. That'll be fun. Yeah, it'll be fun. I'll wake up Monday morning, fresh like a newborn baby. I'll be. Uh, it's uh, as much as I like it. It's it's. I wake up every morning like I've got a concussion. Every Monday yeah. morning, I'm sorry. Every Monday morning, like I have a concussion. So, and as someone who's had a couple of concussions, those are fun. So, those who listen every week, we appreciate it. And those that are listening for the first time, hopefully you come back and subscribe and 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 listen again. So Chris, appreciate your time. And we'll talk to everybody next week.